Are you ready to get the body and health you've always wanted? It's time to do it. This is Bodies by Brent. Brent has been a personal trainer for 16 years, and now he's all yours. Interviewing the pros in health, wellness, and the fitness field. Get educated and motivated. Let's get to work. From Austin, Texas, this is Bodies by Brent. And this is your host, Brent Ruska. Welcome to episode six of Bodies by Brent podcast. I'm your host, Brent Ruska, and today we have a fantastic episode with Yovana. She is a healthy lifestyle influencer, uh, huge YouTube that I followed for a long time when I was not eating meat, and we go through her whole journey from the very beginning of getting sober to entering veganism and now eating meat and life in Texas. So there's a lot of wisdom in this episode And uh, you're going to really enjoy her story, and I think you'll find it very inspiring. And then stay tuned to the end of the episode, as I will give you your focus for the week. Your focus for the week is where we help you build momentum to reach your fitness and health goals. So thank you for watching, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Giovanna, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, I'm super pumped you're here. Uh, Introduce yourself. For anybody who doesn't know who you are. My name is Giovanna Mendoza. I am a healthy lifestyle influencer, bilingual. I'm Mexican, so all of my content is in English and Spanish. I'm also a health coach and also share my life on social media to hopefully inspire and motivate others to leave a healthier lifestyle. That's a awesome intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you killed it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and you just recently moved to Austin, Texas. Yes, I did. Three months ago. Yeah. How are you? How are you enjoying being here? I'm honestly really liking it. Yeah. Yes, tell tell me am. a little more. Like, what are you enjoying? So people are really nice. I really like that. People are very welcoming. Uh, I like the weather, even though a lot of people say it's really hot. I love the heat. So I like the weather. I like, I love that there's green everywhere. There's trees. Uh, so I love to see the green, less concrete. Um, overall, those are like my top three things. And food is also good. It's pretty good here. So I like that too. What's Just give me one place that you've really enjoyed eating. So Elizabeth Street Cafe. Okay. That's probably my favorite spot right now. What What do they serve? It's uh, Vietnamese and French. Oh, dang. Yeah, it's a very different. Anything yeah. I should get there in particular? Um, well, the happy hour is really good. So I like to go to that. There's these like rice... Uh, steamed dumplings that are really good. Wow. Yeah. And the, the banh mi is, is good too. Yeah. Always looking for good banh <laughs> Yeah. Mi. Yeah. And then what inspired you to move to Austin? Uh, ever since my we got married, I uh, got married. Dorian and I, we always wanted to move somewhere. Like we always wanted to get out of California, just either go to another country or go to another, another state and just experience that. So uh, at the beginning, like for a little bit, we even thought of like moving to Israel for a little bit because we liked it so much. And then over time, we were just looking at places in the U.S. closer to California. And we thought about Texas. So we came out here about a year ago, a little over a year ago and checked it out like right before COVID and really liked it, but weren't really sure. So... After like a year, it kind of started growing on us. Another reason is because of just taxes and um, 
we just wanted to be in a more freer state, I guess you can call it. Yeah. Um, so we, yeah, we wanted to try it out. So we liked Austin because of the nature. That was a, a big thing for us. And also knowing that the weather is better here than other parts of Texas. So that's what made us make the change. Yeah. Austin is <laughs> Austin is awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Great it's, place for entrepreneurs. Great weather. Uh, yeah. Very creative place too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you yes. guys recently bought land or. Yeah. yeah so we, that. so that was, that was another reason. That was a, actually a big reason why we wanted to move out of California because we wanted to be, we wanted to have more space in where we lived, you know, like where we live back home was like houses were like right next to each other. So we've always had this idea of like having land, but we kind of always saw it as something far away. Like, Maybe we'll do it in five, 10 years, but we never really thought that we would do it now. Um, so we were when we were moving to Austin, we wanted to buy a house. So we kept looking for houses for months. The market is crazy right now because everyone's moving to Austin. So prices like uh, houses are selling like way above their asking price. And so one day uh, we saw this lot that we really liked. It's two acres. And we saw it in an area, Dripping Springs, which we really love that area because it's a lot of green. It's kind of like you have that rural feel, but you're also very close to the city. So yeah, that's we're in the process of like building a house. So that's super exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. And I'm, I want to know a little bit about your vision for your land. I want to know, because I imagine you have a vision. Oh, yes, we do for sure. So... Our house is not going to, we don't want like a huge house because we want like to preserve like just the land as well. And we don't need a big house. So probably like 3,500 square feet house, which is like a good size house. But um, we also, and we also want to do like a casita to maybe like rent out for Airbnb or just have family over. And another thing that we're actually looking at, one, one of the reasons why I wanted to make our own house is because we want to make it like a healthy home, I guess you can call it. So we've been getting into like EMFs and, you know, we turn off the Wi-Fi at night to try to limit our exposure to like radiation and all of this stuff. So um, we want to make our house like EMF protected, I guess you can call it. Cool. Um, and then there's also like um, healthy homes now, they call it. So, uh, you know, all the materials that you use, like the painting, the coatings, um, like the the concrete, like all these things that you, you use to make a house like can be toxic. So we want to make it as like least toxic as possible along with the furniture and everything. So we're just being like very conscious about that as well. That's interesting. I didn't really even know anything about that. I know. We never did either. And we started to think about it because I suffer from allergies. So okay. I'm very sensitive to a lot of things. And then another cool thing about like uh, land in by land in Dripping Springs is that you so the land is like pure. You have to like make a septic tank, do a well, and we're going to do a rainwater catching system. So basically the the water that we're going to use is going to be rainwater because the well the water from the well is like really hard water like it's it's not a good water. Okay. So that's another cool. So basically you want to do like a self-sustained home, which is like the idea. I freaking love it. Yeah. I would, I want to do the same thing totally. So I'm going to be following you to learn everything. Yeah. That's going to be a fun adventure to watch. Yeah. You can come and see the progress. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah, Yeah. that's (laughs) awesome. Well, I want to say I'm very grateful to have you here. Mm. I followed you for a long time, uh, especially around the time where I stopped eating meat for about three years. And you're like old like old G YouTube. Uh, <laughs> like I think like 
people have been around YouTube like eight, nine years. Those are like the OGs, right? Yeah. Right? Yes, yes. OG for sure. Yeah, I mean, OG. It's, it's going to be eight years this year. So. And that that is super impressive to be going that long consistently, consistently posting, mm-hmm. right? But also being as vulnerable as you've been on there. And so I, my intention is I'd love to just recap and go back in time to the beginning of your story. Okay. Why you even have this, you know, uh, sharing of, you know, healthy living and why it's so important to you. So take me back to, I think, when this, when the, the moment when this all began, you became inspired to yeah. start living a healthier lifestyle. Yes. Well, thank you so much. I'm also very honored to be here thank and you. grateful and happy to share my story. So it all started uh, like about eight and a half years ago. So the beginning of 2013. But it kind of started before that. So I I suffered from eating disorders when I was like 12, 13, 14. Like throughout my teens, I kind of went on and off like bulimia, anorexia. Um, you know, I went to therapy. And I think those early moments of like going to therapy and talking about my feelings and my emotions, like even that to this day, I, looking back, I see how much it taught me. Um, so I had this struggle with food, but then after, you know, I went to college and I kind of got over that. So, but I started drinking, like I started to party and obviously like a lot of college people do that, right? Your eating was a little bit better or you had a better relationship with food at this point now or Mm, yes and no, or just understood your feelings better or I I mean, I just didn't restrict my food. Like I wasn't, you know, making myself throw up and I wasn't starving myself. I was eating. You were considered eating healthy. Exactly. I was considered eating healthy, even though I was not eating healthy at all. Got it. So, um, but then I had this like alcohol thing. Right. And um, I come from alcoholic families like both my parents my my mom and my dad and grandparents and like this has been like in generations in my family so um i started drinking until i was 17 but like the first time i drank i got drunk and and you know i went to college and i had a lot of fun i partied a lot like that was like my life kind of revolved around like going out and partying like the weekends and stuff like that was like my highlight that was the highlight of my day of my weeks like i'm gonna go out where am i gonna go and stuff so that was kind of like how I lived my life, like college years, post college. I uh, come back. I, uh, well, I went. I went to college in Paris, France. So I lived there for four years, and I kind of wanted to get just get away from my family as far as possible, and also just to do my own thing. And yeah, and, of course, <laughs> yeah. So it was like the perfect excuse. I came back, went to live to Mexico City, and I, um, you know, continuing with my party lifestyle and stuff. And then I went, I underwent um, a plastic surgery for breast, for breast implants. Okay. So the doctor was like, you know, um, you, you can't smoke because I was a smoker back then too, like a cigarette smoker. And what age are you right now? Uh, right now I'm 31. And, so, and during this time? During period? this time I was 23. I was okay. 23. Okay. Yeah. So eight years ago. And um, so he said, you know, you can't smoke because of the, you know, so everything can heal better and stuff. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I need a little detox anyway. So I was like, okay, if I'm not going to be smoking, then I guess I'm going to like, and he said, like, I suggest you cut alcohol a little bit too. So I have the surgery and I have to be like completely resting for like three weeks. And it was the first time in my life where I like, actually slow down and like looked at my life from like a third perspective and started questioning myself like random like 
Like, where am I going? Or like, what's my purpose in life? Like, I never asked myself that question. Like, you actually had some clarity to think yeah. about what am I doing? Exactly. I wasn't, you know, going out. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't partying. I was just like with myself for the first time in a long time. And I, at the time, I was also single too. So it was just like a, a, a time of like reflection. And I began to ans- ask myself, like, what's my purpose? Like, I don't feel like a passion for life. Like, I, I don't have like a, me- a reason to wake up in the morning. So, you know, I talked to my dad about this and he's like, go to this place in San Diego called Optimum Health Institute and like do a detox. And he went there because he, you know, he's he's dealt with his stuff. So he would go and like do detoxes and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, sure. Like, I have no idea what it is, but I'm just going to go. So I went there and um, basically like you, I, I only ate raw foods. So raw veggies and it was like no fruit. It was like very low sugar. Wow. Uh, juice cleansing, like three days of basically just cucumber juice, uh, drinking wheatgrass, getting colonics and lymphatic massages and like i start i I entered this world that was like totally new to me and and also at the time i was taking like pills to for anxiety i was smoking weed like i was doing like a lot of things to just feel better like i didn't honestly feel good um like i needed all these substances to serve i don't know just live and i was there and i wasn't taking anything And for the first time in like a long time since I could remember, I started to feel like peace in my heart. I started to feel happiness. It was like a joy from within that I couldn't really understand. And it was there that I learned the connection of food, like body, mind and spirit connection. Like what you eat affects how you think, how you feel. And and it just became like very clear to me, like, okay, like if I want to feel good, I just have to eat healthy and like move my body and get sunshine and drink water. It was like, and sleep. So it was like all these simple things that I, that were like, it's, it's, it's easy. Like it doesn't even have to be that hard. And I lost like 10 pounds in like two weeks, um, which was nice. And it was just like all excess body weight. So that's kind of like where it started. Like after that, I just like never turned back. What was a, when you came off mm-hmm. drinking and smoking, what, yeah. what was that experience like trying to come off? Did you find it pretty easy to stop? And then what did you, what were you feeling? Smoking was fairly easy. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like I, I, I'm, I'm a believer in God. Like I, I'm in Christ. I, like, I believe in his, the hi- higher power, you know, whether it's God, the universe, whatever you call it. Like I, f- I believe in this higher power. And when I was in this detox place for two weeks, I like, one night I just kneeled down and asked God to help me. I told him like, please, I need your help. Like I need a, a higher power to help me because I, I know that I know that I have to stop drinking alcohol. Like, I don't know why, but I just know that it's going to change my life. So, so honestly, like it was fairly easy and i i I attribute it to that um and also be also that i had something to substitute it with so instead of like going out to drink i was going to bed early to wake up in the morning the next day to like go on a walk or go on a hike so i think that really helped me like having something to substitute it with and i also just became very passionate about 
learning more about this. So once I got out of there, I had like three more drinks, like sporadically, but it just didn't sit right, right with me. So then the last time I was like, like, why am I doing this? Like, this doesn't even make sense. Like for me, I'm not here to say like alcohol is bad and it's like satanic or demonic. I'm like, no, like for me, it just did not sit well. Yeah. It's your journey with that had ended. And if you're going to live like feeling your best for you, it was time for that to kind of go away. Yes, yeah. for sure. And so for you sure. get out of this place, you're you're yeah. now eating, continuing to eat raw. Yeah. So you were in there for 30 days. I was there for t- two weeks, just two weeks. Two weeks, okay. But I left with like, I got out of, the, out of that place with a Vitamix, with a juicer, hey. and with a like five, five books of like plant-based food. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, I mean, I can be a, a little extreme. So I'm trying to, I'm, I'm now I feel like I'm more balanced, but at that moment I was very extreme. So I you went were pumped on life. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was like high on fruit, <laughs> like raw foods. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I just continued on with my raw vegan diet for three years. It went on for three years. I got really into it. I went back. I was at the time I was living in Mexico city And I just started kind of posting like on my personal Facebook and Instagram, like my juices or like my plate of like eating five mangoes or something like that. And people were like, what are you doing? Like, what is that? So I was getting like questions from like random, not random people, but just like acquaintances and people that I knew. And I was like, this is like people want to know more. So one of my friends was like, why don't you just open up a blog? I was like, what's a blog? Like, I didn't even know what that was. So she showed me and she helped me open up one. And so I was like, okay, so I, I... I started writing in the blog. Like I would do blog posts like two or three times a week or something like that. You're 24 now? I was still 23. Still 23. Yeah, still 23. And I was kind of just doing it on my free time because I had a job at the time. And and I started to really like it. And then... And then um, I started... I saw that people started like follow... I changed my name to Ravana. Like my personal I remember, Instagram. I remember that. <laughs> you know yeah, remember? Ravana. <laughs> and that came because I was at a wedding and my friends started calling me Ravana because I was eating raw. It's such a good name. It was a really good name. Yeah, it's yeah, a good name. It's a good name. So Ravana was my name now and everyone was calling me Ravana. And then one day I was on YouTube and I saw, I was like, like I was eating raw vegan. I was like, who's doing this? Like who's who else is eating like this? I honestly didn't know so i went on youtube and i was like raw food and then i saw all these youtube videos pop up of like people living this lifestyle Mm. and like making videos about raw food and i was like and then i looked up looked it up on spanish and there was like nothing and then i was like i want to do youtube (laughs) awesome so i quit my job I love it. When you when you decide something, you decide something. Oh no, I'm like that. I'm like I'm totally like That's like when awesome. Dorian and I said we're moving to Austin, I'm like, we're moving to Austin. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, so I just kind of went back to live to San Diego to my parents' house um for a while because I was kind of like, okay, working but not working that much. So uh became a health coach. Went on like raw food retreats. I uh, went to Costa Rica, did a 25 day water fast. Wow. Yeah. Wait, you got to tell me about that. Like, I got really into it. Yeah. Really, really. And at the same time, I was sharing it. So I yeah. started sharing it on social media. Yeah. Tell me about the well. water fast first, though, the 25 days. So I was doing like this uh, raw vegan certification, like to become a raw vegan health coach. And like part of the, 
part of the training was to do a water fast. Okay. So you could either do a 10 day or a 21 day, of course. I <laughs> yeah. can i do plus 10 as yeah. well <laughs> okay yeah so um yeah so i was like super decided like this is gonna detox oh at the same time i was like celibate so i decided i was celibate for three years okay yeah so i was like detox completely of everything and um and i had to come i actually had some complications with my anyways with my uh, breast surgery, I actually had three surgeries in one year. So I was like, I really want to detox oh. from all this anesthesia. And just, I was like on a, I was like on a detox mission. So cool. And also I knew that it had like profound, you could have like profound spiritual awakenings or something like that. So I, there was a, a, a fasting retreat in Costa Rica. So I went and did it. It was 16 of us and just drank water only water for 25 days okay just water i know i can't even fat like fathom thinking about it i think that's super cool though it's always interesting me yeah. to be somewhere where you're maybe a monitor to try that mm-hmm. so tell me what did you experience like the first couple days and yeah as um, you went deeper into it so the first days was probably like the hardest days because you're just you know, coming to the realization that you're not going to have food for the next 21 days. And, um, you know, having the support system was really good. And we would have lectures every day talking about like learning about fasting, like the benefits of fasting, the benefits of raw food. And um, I remember I had this thing in my bathroom. So, you know, when you do like the sticks, you do like you do the you, one, two, three, four, and then you cross like yep. five. So I was doing that with the days and every day I was like, ah, day seven. Um, but it was honestly awesome. Like I got very emotional the first week as well. Um, but then after that, I just kind of wrote it and I, I had like my little routine I read the first some like I took a, a few books, but I read the Bible for some reason like a ton. And I'm not like a religious person, but I just like felt inclined to read it. So it was oh, fun yeah. to like learn and just journal and pray and like do a little. Well, at, at the end, you can't really walk like you can't really do much. So it gets hard to like move. So at the beginning I was doing walks, but then towards the end, you're just like lying down and wow. Yeah. It's like a full system reset. Oh yeah. Almost pushing yourself to the brink of almost dying ish. Right. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I lost a lot of weight, Mm -hmm. like uh, 20 pounds, which for my, my uh, height is a lot. And, um, and I, but I, and I remember like the last nights just looking on Pinterest at night at like food (laughs) (laughs) and I came up with so many good recipes. Oh, cool. Yeah. I came up with like recipes for like the next two years. That's, you know, I was so hungry that I was like, so getting so creative with food. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of reminds me of, do you remember the movie hook? Yeah. No. Oh, you don't? No, oh, no. Never oh, mind. sorry. I know. I'm so bad with like movies and remembering. No. Okay. So what are some of the benefits of fasting or you found what, what, what benefits did you get out of doing this? So number one was connect, get, get feeling very connected with myself and just honestly, like spiritually, mm-hmm. um, that was really, really cool. And it's something that kind of stayed with me. I mean, it still stays with me a little bit, but I felt it very strongly for like three years after that. 
Um, also, like when I finished my my de- my uh, fast, I only ate raw foods. So it was just like a. I can't say that I really recommend it. Okay. <laughs> to be honest, got it. It was very. It was it was a great experience, and I you know I, I'm happy I did it, but I wouldn't do it again because it was. I think it was too many days. I think. Maybe a week tops if someone wants to do a fast. Um, obviously, under supervision would be would be okay. But for me, I felt like I got to a very low weight, too low weight, and also my hormones like kind of um, got imbalanced. So it was like a, a cool experience, but I wouldn't recommend anyone honestly to do it. Like I was just you know I was very extreme at the time, and 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 it was yeah. It makes sense because you're diving into this world. You're being a health coach. You're into raw. You want to try all the things that are in that realm. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to you want to try. It makes sense. So that's a cool experience. Yeah. And then now you have wisdom of being like, this is an appropriate amount of time to fast and not. Yeah. All right. So you're diving into raw land. Yes. Yeah. Now. So now where I was in raw land for three years, and then after that, I kind of started to crave some cooked foods. And at the same time, I felt like my body just needed a little more protein. And I didn't feel like I was getting enough nutrients from like eating 100% raw vegan. So I believe like the the body, if you listen to it, it's very wise. It tells you what you need. So my body was asking for like cooked foods, like I needed some cooked foods. So I started eating cooked like three, three years later. And so I was vegan and I was vegan for around three more years after that and this whole time i'm you know so on social media sharing everything and learning more and stuff and so that that journey has been really cool to be able to share it with others yeah and as you said i'm like i've been exploring this whole time and yes experimenting trying different things but i think um at the you know now i i'm much more conscious about what i do and why i do it um and so, yeah, I was vegan for six years. And then recently, well, two years ago, that's when I started incorporating uh, a protein, animal protein back into my diet. Okay, interesting. Yeah. When you were, so when you were raw and then you decided to go to cook food, yeah. what were the things that your, how did you know your body was telling you? Like what were some of the, the feedback messages you were getting that you're like, I feel like, was it just completely a feeling or can you describe that feeling going from raw to needing cooked food? Yeah, I felt like I needed more grounding okay. in my life, like in, in in just how I felt. Like I didn't feel very grounded. Okay, I felt very energized, but I I felt like I wanted some more groundedness, some more balance. Okay, um, I wanted to go out to restaurants and be able to ex- you know enjoy a little bit more because being raw vegan it's gets gets very limiting oh i met yeah, yeah. I, can't imagine. I mean i had to carry my food around everywhere <laughs> wow yeah like, you're disciplined yeah I was, yeah i mean that it was it was it was definitely a, a commitment for sure definitely. it was a commitment so i wanted that and then i also just wanted to be yeah, just more balanced. That's what I was looking for. I, I f- more groundedness and feeling more balanced. So those were those were the reasons why I started to incorporate 
raw food. And then the first year, it was like a little bit of raw food I would eat here and there. The second year, a little bit more. The third year, a little bit more. So it was kind of like a transition into eating like fully cooked meals. Okay. But what I loved about eating raw was that it taught me to enjoy raw fruits and vegetables, which I, you know, never really did. You know, I learned about juicing and making smoothies and um yeah that was hydrating my body and and also during my raw food years was when i got really more into fitness because i felt so much energy so i started running for the first time like i'd never run in my life lifting for the first time so it was it was a very transformative time in my life when i was raw vegan and that's cool i imagine because you ate healthier you just felt this natural draw to be more physically active mm-hmm. which is why nutrition is so important yeah cleaning up your nutrition is going to draw you to just naturally feel like moving mm-hmm. you're just going to feel better yeah so you were vegan exactly. for six years yes but then four years in you're starting to kind of feel yeah something yeah so needs th- to change after maybe. yeah i think the last two years that i was vegan were were not that great but i didn't really know that it was the diet like if i didn't i i i thought it was stress or i thought it was just you know i wasn't taking enough supplements or i wasn't eating enough uh beans or not eating enough tofu and things like that so towards the end i started to really play around with these foods because my levels of iron um were not like you know getting up to the to the normal range they were a little bit not super low but a a little bit low so there there was some ranges in my minerals and vitamins that were kind of like on the edge or low and i tried for for a while to like bring them up and it was getting it was it was hard and so towards the end i started to get frustrated and started to get you know, like what, what's, what's going on? Like, I'm, I'm really trying, I'm doing this right. You know, I'm seeing doctors, I'm seeing nutritionists and it's just like not really working for me. So you were, so, you had low iron levels. What, yeah. what were some of the symptoms you're experiencing? Uh, well, my hair, that was one of the things like okay. my hair kept falling out and it wouldn't grow. Um, another thing was that I, f- towards the end, I was very bloated all the time. So I was having like gut issues and it was kind of progressing. Um, every, anything I ate would make me bloat. And I constantly just felt uncomfortable and bloated. So I had to be like, you know, if I had to like plan it out, like if I'm going to do something like maybe not eat for a few hours, because if I eat something, then it's going to make me be bloated. Or if I have a video or a photo shoot, wow. like it was just like kind of getting in the way of my life. And like I wasn't able to eat. <laughs> because it was like anything would make me bloat so iron and then also uh some hormonal imbalances as well so my i think estrogen was low um and my testosterone was a little bit low as well and and you know f- i felt energy i felt good but i didn't have peace in my heart that i wasn't like you know my levels when they drew blood out of me or I got had a urine test like they weren't optimal like I wanted to have optimal health and that's you know the reason why I came into this because of health because I wanted to optimize my health for years I thought the the raw vegan diet was like the best diet in the world Mm -hmm. and then I realized it wasn't for me and then I thought that the vegan diet was like the best you know not eating any animal products was was like the cleanest way of living and I was coming to this realization that maybe it wasn't. 
so it was it was it was tough to like let go of that when was the moment you decided to actually have your first (laughs) animal protein so after six years six years so i contemplated it for like i thought about it for like six months like six months i started kind of like talking about it for the or like thinking about it and then talking about it um and then i would be like oh yeah maybe i'll do it but then i wouldn't do it and then you know then i started the first thing animal thing i ate was a call like collagen powder like that's the first thing because it was like easy to put in my smoothies that makes it yeah Yeah, so i was like oh and for my hair and like i was you know towards the end i was like buying wigs and like buying i had extensions on all the time because my hair was getting so thin and so brittle and it was like I don't look, my hair doesn't look healthy and I'm talking about health and I'm like on video and photos and stuff. So, um, to, like the first time I ate, I ate eggs was actually after watching a friend's video, a YouTube video that she posted. She's was also like a vegan, you know, YouTuber and stuff like that. And she posted this video that she like started eating eggs and, and fish and stuff. And when I saw her video, I was like, okay, this is a confirmation that it's like time for me to try something different. So I did it. Like I went to the kitchen and we had some eggs in there, duck eggs. So I just like cooked a duck egg and just ate it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have any fear about going back to eating Oh yeah, yeah. I was was like, you know, I was confused. I was like, because I was confused, but I was also like not fully open-minded because I was judging it a lot. So I was judging it like, oh, it's wrong. Also, like my whole identity was so tied to veganism. I was like the the Latina vegan, you know, social media, whatever, um, promoter. And so a lot of my identity was tied to being vegan and to the community and to the lifestyle and the dogma and everything. So that I think was like the hardest thing. I obviously, if I wasn't, you know, a vegan influencer, it wouldn't have been that hard. But I think that, and because I, I had like so much, you know, I, I saw it so highly, like being vegan was amazing. And then it was kind of, you know, coming to reality that it wasn't. So yeah, I just, I did that and it was hard. And then, but, but I just, I just kind of put my health as like priority. And I was like, Maybe I don't understand fully right now why or, but my body's like asking for it. And like my body, like I, I feel like I need to try something different because what I've been doing isn't working for me. So I kind of just had that in mind when I was doing, when I started, first started eating. Yeah. You gave it two years. Yeah. You gave it, I mean, and you were trying and doing, yeah. it sounded like you exhausted all options and you're like, something's off because if my hair's falling out and I'm experiencing symptoms yeah maybe i need to try something different yeah so how did you feel starting to eat in the first you know couple times of eating meat uh well you know it was very gradual so first i was like just did eggs for like three weeks and then i did fish you know i would do it like a few times a, a, a week and i started with like a very soft like white fish and then eventually I did salmon. And so slowly I started incorporating. And at the time too, one of the reasons, one of the, the, another big reason actually that motivated me to do it is because I had just been diagnosed with SIBO. Okay. So SIBO is small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. 
So basically there's like an overgrowth of bacteria and I was with, you know, working with my naturopath doctor and she gave me like the vegan, you know, solution and like the non-vegan solution. The vegan solution was like doing um, this like shake that you have to drink for like a week or something. That's all you eat and then take antibiotics, but it's only like 30% chance that it's going to work. Okay. And I didn't really want to take antibiotics because my gut was already like not well. And I was like, if I take antibiotics, it's only going to make my gut worse. Definitely. So I went the route of like, you know, doing the SIBO diet. So I did the SIBO diet for like two months. So what is the SIBO diet? Basically, you can't eat like sugar. So no fruit, no grains, like anything that will turn into sugar, like starchy vegetables so basically it's like protein and like veggies and fat so i was drinking a lot of bone broth eating a lot of eggs um the veggies that i was able to eat i was eating uh eating the fish um so that's 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 basically what i did for like three two months two months yeah and during this time as Mm -hmm. you were transitioning into eating animal products again were you posting about this and like what was the kind of feelings about eventually you're gonna have to talk about it right yeah yeah so you know i i kind of just did it i like started eating eggs and fish i didn't really think about that um and then i was like okay i'm just gonna try it out to see also if it actually like makes a difference if it like actually makes me feel better and makes improves my health and then if it does, then I'll share it. So I kind of wanted to give myself like three months to to try it out. Very smart. Yeah. And I also kind of wanted like my space to, to do it as well because I knew that if I made it public on social media, there was going to be a tons of opinions and I didn't want those opinions to get in the way of like my decision and what I was doing. Or like I knew that I was going to get hate and stuff and so I didn't want the hate to like scare scare me from doing you know from eating uh, incorporating back animal products so this was like in january of 2019 when i started and then i went on a trip to bali too you know with some bloggers and stuff and i was you know it was march already so it had been a couple of months and i was you know we were at a table i was eating fish and then like you know someone filmed it and then a week later when we got back from the trip, like it came out on YouTube because the person forgot to cut it out. And so it kind of became like this drama where, oh, wow. yeah, where it was like I was caught eating fish. And, um, but I was going to, I was going to come out and say it, but I just wanted to do it on my own terms. And, and I wanted that like space for myself to do it privately as well. Like, okay, my, yes, I'm on social media and I share my, I mean, I share a little bit of my life. I don't share my whole entire life. And this was something like very important to me. So I wanted that space for myself. So it was, it came out, you know, before I could say it and kind of became like a big scandal. Um, so that was like even more hate than what I was already going to (laughs) get. You're like, I was going to try to control this and yeah. just got out of control real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Well, tell me about some of the hate. I mean, I imagine. Oh, no. Like, I mean, it was hate for like a year straight. Like all anything I posted, anything like photo, video, like a lot of hate. 
just and that could make you want to quit i'm surprised you you pushed through it and you kept going yeah that's impressive yeah no i mean my even like dorian and like my family was like if you don't want to do this anymore like social media you don't have to do it like you can just leave like it's okay and i was like and i did i did you know for like a month i would i was offline just kind of to regroup but then i was like I, I know this is a storm. I know it's like a process. And obviously, I base my whole social media persona, brand, and identity around being vegan. And suddenly, I'm not vegan again. There's there's going to be like, you know, it's like kind of starting from scratch again. So I kind of saw it like that. And and I knew <clears throat> like this is something that I love to do. Like I, I love to share my journey. I love to to yeah learn more and share it it's just i love to film videos like i love to create content so i wasn't gonna stop doing something that i love doing just because there was like a group of haters good on you who was like telling me not to and because i I also have a lot of supporters as well a lot a lot obviously the the haters were loud louder for you know at for some time but i knew that my supporters were there as well and they understood me was there any like really low moments during that year of mm. getting hate? Yeah, yeah, it was hard. Because I think it's important for people to understand that what they say online and all that. It, yeah, you know, people people like you that are real <laughs> feel that. Yeah, yeah. And I had been on social media for six years already, so I was used to the hate. But this was like another. Like I don't think rarely very few people will get to experience like the amount of hate that that i got and it was hard like that whole year was really hard it was also a hard year because i was going through a lot of transitions i was i was i had just changed my diet you know my persona on instagram or on social media was changing i had just got i we i was newly wed um i had just moved in with my husband to a new city uh, so it was like a lot of changes were happening around the same time. So it was a year of transition and it was, it was tough. It was tough, but, but, um, and, and it was like for the first time in a long time, you know, when people say like, oh, like it was a really hard year. Um, like it was for me, yeah. but you know, there's light, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Always. Yes. Yeah. And then after that year, things started to get a little bit better. Yeah. I started to get, you know, more confident in my diet because I also started to learn more. So I started to educate myself more on like the benefits of eating animal protein, the benefits of eating, um, you know, meat. And also I was feeling it in my, in my body. I was feeling it and, you know, I was seeing it in my appearance, in my energy, Um, And it took time for me to like heal and like bring, you know, my levels back up and really, really like restore my body and my health. It took probably like a year and a half until I started to feel like actually really good. So I'm so glad for the change that I made. And I think that was a big part, like learning, like getting that education because you feel confident when you have more knowledge and then you can be like okay what i'm doing is i know that what i'm doing is like good for my body so i feel you know i also felt responsible because i'm you know people listen to what i say or they want to follow what i do and so i'm not going to tell them you know that something is healthy or that something is good 
when it's all when it's not even working for me like maybe it can work for someone else but for me personally it wasn't so i you know i i feel responsibility for that for all the the women that follow me you know because so so many women message me like my hormones are bad like i'm anemic my hair is falling out like what's wrong like i'm eating you know i'm trying to do this vegan thing but it's not working and it's like it's easy like just eat some eggs <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. With a yolk. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I feel like yeah, if you've been vegan for a while, to wrap your head around exiting is not easy for people like you experience. Yeah. You you it, it your identity can be wrapped into it and and you think you're doing something that is the way, that is mm-hmm. the right way yeah. and you have to grapple with maybe it's not the right way. Mm-hmm. And for some people it can be even harder and they don't want to accept that. Yeah. 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 It's hard. And it's also, you know, the animal aspect too of like animals mm-hmm. suffering. And you see all these videos from PETA where animals are being tortured and, and, um, you feel that guilt as well. And then you, you think that all animals are raised like that. But then you learn and you see that not all animals are raised like that. And also look back, looking back to our ancestors, like that's how we evolved. And I know that a lot of, you know, my thought process was like, oh, well, that's, we needed that back then. We don't need that anymore. Like now we live in like a modern society and there's no need to eat animals if you can get those nutrients from like tofu or like, you know, other, I don't know, fake chicken or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. We can make the vitamins and minerals we need without killing something. Exactly. Yeah. But it's not the same. What is your view on it now? Uh, well, my view is that, you know, the earth, the land, like the world, this earth that we live in is like, we're we're an ecosystem, like we all feed off of each other. And I feel and I believe that we can get all our nutrients, all our food from the land, including animals. So I I believe in the power of like eating good grass fed meat, good eating eggs because it's, it's has vital nutrients that our body easily absorbs. Like it won't absorb it the the same way from a plant-based source or or from a supplement. Like you just can't compare. Yeah. Like an vitamin C from an orange Mm -hmm. versus a tablet is different. Oh, for sure. Right. So iron from an animal versus a pill is different. And I think with nutrition, there's so many things in yeah. food yeah. that we don't even know about mm-hmm. and there's a synergy of all the things in something that allows our body to take it in and we science doesn't even know yet exactly yeah, yeah it's like and also the the fat in, in animals helps us absorb nutrients better uh, vitamins and minerals as well so it's like all these things that i grew up learning that were bad like the fat the animal fat is bad the animal protein is bad like i'm learning that all of it is good I know it's a I've been a trainer a long time and it makes your head spin right yeah Yeah. I feel like it was all figured out a long time ago Mm -hmm. and we just had to mess around with all this stuff and who knows if it's gonna change again yeah like if there's something I've learned from this experience it's staying open-minded you just gotta stay open yeah never locking yourself like this is the way yeah and there is no other way Mm -hmm. because something can be good for a while and then your body your needs or maybe you live in a different climate or whatever your nutrition needs change, right? Or for whatever time period you're in, raw was good, now eating meat is good. Yeah. And who knows if there's a time period where 
you go back to raw for a little bit, but doesn't mean yeah. that meat is bad or raw is bad or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, and that's why you know that's what's cool about you is your intention is to stay authentic mm-hmm. and to listen to your body and to always lead that way. And I think that's a good message for everybody is they need to listen to their body exactly. and don't get stuck into one dogma or philosophy right listen to your body and educate yourself at the same time mm-hmm. and be open-minded challenge what you think you think is true yeah right exactly that's what i got stuck when i was not eating meat and then i heard a quote it was like you should always be challenging what you think to be true like you should always be trying to prove like yourself wrong mm-hmm. I like. and that. then i started challenging myself and i was like oh god <laughs> i said this like crazy epiphany and you recently went to Force of Nature, Rome yeah. Ranch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell me uh-huh. about that because I went out there too and I saw you post about it. I was like, yeah. super cool. I really feel like this is the future of eating meat and consuming meat. For and, sure. And why it's cool being out in Texas too. I know. Seems like, uh, you know, people leading the way with regenerative agriculture, which is yeah. really a, you know, eating meat has a very spiritual aspect to it. Mm-hmm. And being there and seeing how they, you know, uh, killed animals is a spiritual experience it is it is for sure tell me about your experience going and visiting it was awesome i mean i i i agree with you regenerative farming is the future i mean it's it's already in our present and i'm so happy it's happening and it's really cool to just see the animals grazing you know they live a long life and then you know once an animal gets to a certain age it's time to you know you can kill it and and eat it and this is it is very spiritual and it it just brings me back to like our ancestors and like how they lived and like you know hunting was not easy and getting this animal bringing it back to your tribe bringing it back to your communities is like you know it's like food it's like that's how that's how they survived that's how they evolved like it's crazy to think um and so, yeah, the animal is like basically shot, you know, with a, the animal is like eating normally. And then the, the sniper comes from like far away, kind of farish with a, with a, with a, with a, you know, they shoot the animal and the animal like dies instantly. So the animal doesn't really feel pain. Like it's all it remembers is just like, I, I feel like the animal can probably sense that something is or like you know or the animals around can probably sense that something is going to happen because it's like come on you, you just you know they're not stupid yeah so but you know essentially they don't really feel pain yeah they're with their family exactly they're with their family they're yeah. not being hunted down they're not in a farm where they're experiencing a ton of stress yeah. going through like a bunch of metal yeah. mazes uh-huh. into like some processing area yeah yeah exactly they're not in a factory or anything like they're literally out in pastures just grazing and then you know that's it and then we saw the whole process of like how they butcher the animal and it's a whole like i mean it's an art to do that to be able to do that and how you know in the now i've the the last year and a half we've or ever since i started eating me i kind of started to learn more about like the importance of eating organs as well like liver and heart and the kidney and all of these foods that in other cultures, it's super normal. Like Asian yeah. cultures is like very normal to like eat all these organs and stuff. But here it's not common. So yeah, we ate like raw liver, raw heart, 
and <laughs> well i'm impressed i didn't do that oh yeah <laughs> good job yeah we saw them like got got you know butcher the animal and like we had that and yeah it was it was good <laughs> that yeah i i buy uh so this place is Rome Ranch, and their 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 meat goes to a company called Force of Nature. So yeah. definitely check it out. I get a lot of their meat all the time. You can order it online. It's mm-hmm. it's it's awesome. It is really good. So where are yeah. you now in your journey in fitness and health? So we've we've gone through this yeah. whole you know changing of your life, yeah. and where what are kind of like your way of eating and exercising and just kind of like your mindset after. Eight years of experimenting on yourself. So now where I am, actually ever since I moved to Austin, that's that was like a turning point for me in my in my eating because I started to actually eat meat, like red meat without fearing it. Like this whole time I haven't been vegan, I would eat like eat a like a piece of meat, like not really much red meat. Um, but it was after um my miscarriage. I had a miscarriage in July. I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. Last year. And so, um, you know, I kind of, I I was like five months, kind of let my body heal. And then I took some more tests, some more, uh, I did a blood test and whole hormone panel, panel and everything just to make sure that everything was, I know that miscarriages can happen for like a million reasons, right? Um, but I just wanted to know that I was like balanced. So I found that I was like low in some B vitamins, and um and my hormone my thyroid was a little bit low and and i was i was like okay i think that my body just and the doctor you know my naturopath doctor is like you really need to eat like a lot more protein like more you need like meat like this is what your body needs you you need b vitamins and so this whole time i'm eating like fish and eggs and a little bit of meat and here and there so I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to eat meat. And so I did a month of like no allergens diet where I didn't eat eggs, dairy, chocolate, citrus, corn, soy, like all the common allergens. I didn't eat them for a month. That was like my first month that I came here to Texas. And, um, and it was really good. So I was eating like tons of meat. Like my breakfast was like ground beef with spinach. Lunch was meat again. Dinner was meat again. So I just like... My goal is like to get pregnant. Like that was my 2021 goal. And I was like, I'm going to make it happen. So I started, I mean, I started even like a little bit before I came to Texas. So yeah, I just lost the the fear of that and like really started to embrace. I've been starting to embrace meat and organ meats because of their high iron content and vitamin A and just the, the how nutritious they are. So I feel like I'm at a more, like I'm eating more high protein now, like animal protein. I'm like, I've come to peace with it and I'm like enjoying it now. And, and you're feeling good. And feeling really good. Yeah. And and now I'm pregnant. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. How far along are you again? I am three and a half months. So like, yeah, very exciting. Months. Yeah. Very exciting. That's very exciting. And I honestly attribute like not having another miscarriage and like really putting again another reminder to put my health first number one so you know eating really good i feel like nutrition just plays a big role in everything and my fitness levels where i recently started working out with you yes (laughs) which i really have been enjoying because whole quarantine I didn't lift at all. I got really into Pilates and yeah, really into Pilates and yoga. 
doing a lot of body weight exercises and I really liked it. Um, it's actually something that I still continue to do like when we don't work out. Awesome. But I, I did feel like, like that first time that I went to work out with you and Mariana, I, I really, um, I really felt good. I felt good from like lifting again. And I was like, I kind of feel like I, I need a little bit of this. So that's why I've, I've been training with you two times a week, which has been really good. And um, right now I'm, I'm usually love to run, like do like not super long runs, like four five, six miles. Um, but ever since I got pregnant, I'm just like not don't have that much energy to run. So I haven't been running, but I'm still doing like Pilates and body weight exercises. And then I, I, um, I train with you body or like strength training two times a week. And then like weekends, I just do like long walks or hikes. That's so, great. But always stay active. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're killing it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you kill it in your workouts. Thank you. They're fun. They're really what, fun. What uh what do you feel like strength training gives you? I'm just curious. Um, I feel stronger. I feel stronger. My body feels like not it doesn't feel loose. It feels like tight. Like my muscles feel tight. Um, I feel like my skin even feels a little bit more like tighter, which I like. Yeah. Um and and I know that it's really really good for bone for bone density and just keeping your bones healthy. So hundred percent, yeah. And that kid's gonna come out an athlete. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I running know. running out of the womb. <laughs> yeah, if he's anything like you. <laughs> Where's my treadmill? <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah. to sum up, if you were to have like one word or one phrase to sum up your whole journey up to this point, mm -hmm. what would you say that would be? One word or one like a one phrase. phrase. Um, mm, enjoy the process, like live in the present and just enjoy the process and be present in the process. I think that would be it. Like learn, just being conscious and aware of what you're doing why 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 am i doing this questioning myself like you said like why am i doing this for what am i doing this what do i want to get from it and where is this where do i think this is going to take me and um and staying open-minded i think is really important too i love that yeah. it seems like along your journey one key thing is you've always been reflective and that's mm -hmm. allowed you to make the right decisions for you yeah. And your health is reflecting mm -hmm. on your experiences and then making a judgment. Yeah. And I also think it's important to look back and like see how far you've come. Like many times you can be in a place where you're like, oh, like, you know, you're just thinking about the future, thinking about what you what you don't what you don't do or what you haven't accomplished or what you don't feel like you or what you feel like you want more of or need more of. But it's if you look back, you see like how much you have, how far you've come. And it's, I think it's really important to like acknowledge that as well. And like, remember, remember like what you've learned along the way and not just forget about it and just take it with you as well. Like the good things, you know, <laughs> love that. Yeah. It's so Thank good. You. And I want to touch on this before we yeah. come to a close is yeah. you have this new app. Yes. Yeah. I don't, do. I, I'm so curious. I see stuff about it, but I don't. I don't. Tell me about it. <laughs> okay, I need to give you access to it so yeah. you can check it out. Yeah. So I launched it in February this year. And basically, at first it was going to be just a recipe and meal plan app. But then it evolved into uh, workouts as well. 
and inspiration. So it's this whole concept of eat, move, inspire. Awesome. And so the eat part is meal plans that I did along with a nutritionist dietitian. So we did them together. And there's meal plans from like keto meal plans, paleo, vegan, vegetarian. There are week long meal plans and then along with the recipes. So each meal plan has about 12 to 15 recipes. So you also have like a just a a catalog of, of recipes breakfast lunch dinner snacks and they're great they all have macros and calories so you can just if you're tracking any of that you can track it with that and then the move section is workouts that you can do from home so body a lot of body weight workouts which is a lot of what i did during quarantine i kind of like applied it to this um you can find abs you know, legs, arms, like yoga, because I also became a yoga instructor. So I like to do yoga. And uh, yeah, that's the move. That's the move section. And then inspiration, it's you get daily quotes. And then there's also a section for breathing and some meditation. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's cool. That's and, a well-rounded and, app. Yeah. And right now, and we're gonna, you know, it's kind of, it's evolving. So uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna have collaborators come awesome. and also do like series. So then the the first one will be a Pilates. So she's a Pilates instructor, and she's gonna give us like a whole series of like a Pilates course. That's so cool. So and everything's in English and Spanish. Yeah, that's freaking fantastic. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, I could see that going. So I mean, it has limitless possibilities of how it can grow. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. people want to try it. Yeah. How does that work? So they just go on the iTunes store or Google Play store if they have Android and just look up Simple Fit by Yovana and download it. It's free to download and they can try it free for seven days. So seven day free trial. Fantastic. Yeah, just check it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely going to check it yeah. out. <laughs> and anything that we didn't touch on that you want to share? Mm. Anything at all? I would say for anyone who's in this journey or like wants to get in this journey is to, for me, I think discipline has been very, you know, it's something that has helped me continue on and be consistent, not just in the way that I eat and like what I, how I work out and stuff. Um, but also my work and everything, just having a discipline, but like being gentle with myself along the way, and listening to my body but i for me like motivation is going to come and go like some days you're going to feel like working out and like eating healthy and other days you're not but it's like the discipline that will help you stay consistent so i feel like if we stay consistent in whatever it is that we do and walk the talk and then we'll see results like you'll actually see results if because if you try it for a, a one week or two weeks or a month like you're not gonna you have to try it for longer to actually see benefits. So. I agree with you. Yeah. Well, this has been a very inspiring and uh, motivating conversation. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I thank you. you so much for coming and hanging out and sharing your story. Really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thank you too for inviting me, Brent. This was a lot of fun. And thanks to everyone who's listening. Yeah, it yes. was awesome. Well, guys, I'll see you on the next one. I had a lot of fun recording that episode, Yovana. Uh, it's such a joy to train her and so fun to have a conversation to learn about her life in much more detail. And now let's transition to your focus for the week. What I want you to focus on this week, or you can make it a month-long focus, is reflection. 
So in Yovana's story, a big piece of her success was reflecting on the things she had tried to reach her health goals, reflecting on what was working for me and what was not working for me. So what I want you to do is take an hour or two and write out your story up into this point right now. You know, where your health journey for you or your health as early as you can remember up until now and write it out as if it's a story and take some time and read through it and reflect on what are some of the things that are working and some of the things that are not working and pick one or two things to commit to in this reflection moving forward to reach your health and fitness goals. So the main thing here is if that's all confusing, just reflect on your individual health journey and what is the next step you need to take into getting to better health and better fitness. So thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe, leave a review, and I uh, will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Bodies by Brent. Brent has been a personal trainer for 16 years, and he's going to be here to help you get the body and health you've always wanted. Thanks for checking out the show, and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. If you have an idea or topic for the show, maybe you want to be on the show, and you're interested in working with Brent, visit our Instagram at bodiesbybrentatx. See you next time on Bodies by Brent. Brent.